Hello, my name's Gregory Wilker. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Live with Greg. Today is November 17th, 2019, and last night I learned that my podcast had way exceeded the resources I have to keep it alive as a video podcast. So I am actively working to move it to an audio podcast. The video is still available on my website, gregorywoker.com, and I hope you enjoy this episode of Live with Greg. Thanks for your support. Dead men tell no tales. That doesn't make sense because this is a tale. It's a what? This is a tale. This is a story. It's a tale. A tale of two people. My shoes. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So I usually do an introduction, but we don't have to. So this is Holly Badgley Stern, artist extraordinaire. And you're in my studio, and it's a mess and full of energy right now. Good. Could you imagine walking into an artist's studio? Well, like I'm looking around, I don't see a mess. So whatever you're referring to as messy. Well, it's not really messy. But it's, uh, well, if you look a little closer over there. Right, but that's what I mean. Like, isn't that the byproduct of the creative process? It's the multiplication of of the raw material, shall we say. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good analogy for life. (laughs) 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 We all have our scraps following us. Oh, yes, our scraps. It's interesting, you know, the collections. I'm in a big collection mode right now. Because um, we had to clear out Peter's uh, cousin's house, and it's like I can't leave things to just go to the landfill. You know, I have to put things in bags and and think, oh yeah, I'm gonna take it over here. And then some stuff I keep, you know. And little by little, the house is filled with dead people's stuff. And what, what I think is shocking to Peter is the fact that the stuff outlives us, you know. We're finite, but the stuff can live on for centuries. It's true. Isn't, you never really think about it, but it's true. Or else it goes to landfill, God, which is terrible. But anyway, yeah, what? I don't know that that landfill scenario is terrible. I think about that. If all our stuff went back to the earth at the end of our life. That would be beautiful. That would be. And you know what? I've even gotten a little less anal about recycling. (laughs) It's like, okay, well, it goes to landfill. It's going to compost one way or the other. You know, I mean, I love the whole green waste and recycling and trash. And, you know, we pride ourselves very much on having the least amount of trash as anybody on our street, you know, because people just don't know how to recycle. 
is the fact of it. But then you think, you know, oh yeah, I could scrub this out and, you know, just put it in the trash for God's sake. It's going to break down. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fine balance, I think, of, of ease, of mind and spirit, and holding truth because our lackadaisical are being the big all-encompassing our lackadaisical life with plastic has created an oh, ocean God. of chaos I know the plastic I know and there's some plastic I just adore <laughs> I mean if you look over here it keeps all my stuff organized right but it does break down after a while and um it's true. I mean, we're just way, you know. Anyway, we do our best. <laughs> we do our best. We do our best. But it is, you know, it's just, it's overwhelming to think of all the, the garbage that there is. <laughs> you know, not just in the ocean, but I mean. And people, make, and people make livings off of going through garbage. And that's a great thing. Talk about a great thing. You know, that, that it's like in third world countries, people make a living, you know, they survive off of the trash. I don't think you have to go very far from where we are right now no. to find people. Well, that's true. In the city, you see people pushing right. carts and the little Chinese ladies with their hats on and their going through all and taking all this stuff out. Yeah, so that's that's part that's part of the the whole, you know, is all the, the echelons of life, you know, and that's a thank God for that. Gotta say. Maybe it really is all working out. <sighs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> with the devil like an interview with the devil mm. and what's brilliant it's like a self-help mm. book mm. thing but the devil in essence is just an embodiment of that dark energy right and like you're just saying that right. um, what the narration is is that balance and that every choice we make is a negative or a positive choice mm -hmm. not that one's better than the other but mm -hmm. they do have their results right, right. so choices coming from greed and mm -hmm. fear are going to have results that have the, are right. based in that you know, uh -huh. like energy begets energy sure 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 yeah well that sounds interesting it's very interesting yeah, yeah. 
and I think um, a lot of this is manifesting very, very strongly in our, in our uh, being affected by the politics now. You know. <laughs> oh, we're gonna go. No, there. no, we're not really. Oh, we can't. No, no. <laughs> I would not think of anyone else. I'd rather go there with than you. Well, but the thing is, I I take it on a very different level. You know, I don't have facts and whatnot. I just have feelings, you know, or... (laughs) It's in a room for feelings and politics. (laughs) How do you vote? Well, I feel that would be a great conversation. But we're very affected by what's going on. That's all I'm saying. You know, I think... And then at a certain point, now it's spring, it's like, fuck this shit. You know, let's just go garden for God. Let, you know, I can't think about it, you know. So there's like this anxiety, but then there's also the other side. There we go, the two sides, you know, that just needs replenishment from the earth or, you know, to use my body in a way that's, that feels ancient, you know. Does having a partner or husband who is very engaged in the political realm keep you in that realm? You know what I mean? Like you, like you really aren't able to just let go of it completely because mm-hmm. your husband... Well, he's not running for office or anything like that. And, and, you know, the interesting thing about Peter is that he... He knows how to... I'm sure that, you know, I don't know everything that goes on in his brain, you know, but um, he knows how to let down. And in his life, he's, he's a very fortunate guy. And as a result, of course, I'm fortunate. But, but I, I've learned so much from him about, you know... Um, relaxing you know and just just going down and reading books in bed or or whatever that kind of is just the life you know and so um, you know I don't feel like he's I mean sometimes he is all hyped up and you know he reads he, he holds out in his room and reads on the screen, you know, the New York Times and all this stuff. And, but um, I don't know if he frets about it so much, you know. And and he he's, you know, he's the guy that goes off by himself for a week and just is by himself. He's very self-sufficient in that way. So I don't I don't feel like you know, I think where I would get hooked in more would be Facebook, you know, posts or, you know, all the things I get online from some of us, change.org, move on, you know, all that stuff. But not necessarily from my husband. And because, um, well, our brains are a little bit different, you know. So he doesn't... (laughs) He doesn't like have to process it with me so much, which is nice. You think it's a good thing that change and move on and 
Facebook or in your life to kind of like so that that thread remains intact and you don't let go completely? Oh, I don't let go completely anyway. I mean, and, and the other thing is that I listen to podcasts a lot. So I, I like, um, yeah, I don't think we can let go entirely. And um, I think it's a process of educating ourselves somewhat, you know, to the best of our abilities. You know, I'm an artist. The, and actually, with my mom, you know, who's 91, um, we're all doing this project uh, with a group of artists right now um, using toilets. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Sounds like a moving project. <laughs> it's, well, it's gonna, everybody's going to do their own toilet and use the metaphor of the flushing down to you know, so it's it's a very it's very interesting. So that I feel engaged about with that, um, like I'm doing something that will have some meaning. You know. I'm sorry. Oh, that's can, all right. That's okay. This picture, like Peter's twenty-three not. toilets are going to show up at City Hall, and that'll be the political statement. And well, we're trying for you, Wayne. Uh, oh, right. That's a, yeah, yeah. My mom, many years ago, had a, an installation there with shopping carts. She did this whole installation with homeless people and writing their stories on the flaps and, you know, rounding them up like Conestoga wagons. So it was a very powerful thing. And um, so this is, this is a, a collaboration in it. And so I'm excited. Yes, the toilet. Peter, Peter can't stand it. Like, it really offends his sensibilities. Toilets, you know. But a lot of people are very excited about it because, you know, it's pretty base, shall we say. Visceral. Well, and here's the deal, Greg, you know. The, uh, the... T- oh, God, this is too embarrassing. Yeah, let's go. Let's go there. Go on. You know, I immediately got imagery for what I wanted to do. And I thought I was going with Homeland Security. But not in the sense of, you know, surveillance so much as what makes us feel secure. But the toilet, the image that I had also, was the toilet being wrapped in barbed wire, you know. And then I realized a lot of people don't get that, you know. And then I realized, well, it was just a healing or a thing that I have with toilets. You know, it's like, okay, that part is my own personal healing. The whole security blanket thing that I'm going to do has talks about our sense, what gives us security. And, and the security blanket with the little satin around and... You know, and then then I'm thinking of all the things that you know, security and and homeland security. Well, homeland security, or all the thing, you know, social security. You know, those kinds of things. So that that's the more political part. But I had to kind of process because sometimes you find an image and it be, it's like. 
it, it's more of a personal thing rather than a political thing. So I had to acknowledge that for myself, that it has great meaning for me, but in a way that n nobody else m might relate to. So that was a real learning curve for me. But it's interesting to, um, to work with my mom, who was driving me a little crazy because she's a non-stop visionary. You know, she's constantly getting these ideas. But I think this is an idea that might, it is going to come to fruition and might actually be a powerful thing. So I'm supporting her in that. Um, I forget the woman's name who did the table... That was her famous one, artist. Oh, yeah, Julie, uh, Chicago. Chicago. Judy Chicago. Judy Chicago, that's it. Yeah. Oh, she was just in town, actually. Oh, amazing. Um, so, do you think that that installation with the table truly helped move humanity? Mm -hmm in a positive direction. When was that? Was that in the oh, 70s? 70s. Yeah, 70s. I was out of town. <laughs> oh, That's my big excuse for a lot of things. Oh, yeah, I wasn't around then. So I well, let me ask you yes. this then on okay. a personal level. Mm -hmm. Is your life better off for that artist being for alive? For that particular artist. Hmm. I, I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't have a, a total relationship with that piece, you know. Um, I never saw it in person or anything. But I think it was probably an important, um, I think it was probably an important phenomenon for that time to bring out female empowerment and sexuality. Okay, yeah. so something like the vagina monologues kind can of. have life yes. because of what that table is. That there's a need. Yeah, well, yes. Maybe the reason so. I ask mm -hmm. is to bring validation to you and your moms and the other women and artists men. involved. It's and not men. just okay. So yeah. the other artists involved, right. yeah. that this installation truly has a potential for social improvement, to truly impact the political narrative. I think it. I think it has real possibility, because what it represents is the things that are being could be being flushed down the toilet. You know, values that we all share, ways of uh, perceiving democracy and. Um, you know, these policies or things that we've held dear, you know, so that these, you know, these expressions, plus it's when you give expression to your frustration or your concerns, and I think that gives people permission to do that as well, you know. I believe Donald Trump as our president because people weren't listening to a very strong voice that was getting angrier and angrier. Because people <clears throat> were listening? Weren't listening. Uh -huh. And that's why it was you such a surprise. You think he is because 
they weren't listening to because a strong voice, meaning him? No, or? meaning the um, people, uh, liberal, mm-hmm. academically-minded people, mm-hmm. and I put myself in that realm mm-hmm. as well, weren't hearing a voice in the United States that had been speaking for a long time. Mm-hmm. What voice was that? Was there, I'm sorry. It was uh, not. It was well. It was the people who voted for Donald Trump, okay. and still a lot of them supporting him. Sure. Um, and there, and the reason I bring this up is, <clears throat> I think it's a easy and common uh, train of thought to land on that, like our our good policies are being flushed down the toilet mm-hmm. and not allowing for the opposition of that train of thought to have voice in life and be heard. Mm-hmm. So as we as human beings grow, kind of going back to the dark and the light, the mm-hmm. negative and the positive, mm-hmm. to let the opposition have voice. Right. Well, they certainly are. And I, you know, some of the podcasts I listen to it, um, talk about, maybe it was Kamal Bell, who was interviewing the Ku Klux Klan guy and some other uh, guy, and um you know, just I, I believe that there is common ground. I guess that's what I want to say. I believe that we can have common ground. And you know, my acupuncturist, who's a very individual thinker, he said, "Well, you know, it's not a democracy if you want everybody to think like you. <laughs> you know, that your way is the right way." And I'm sure I feel that that's so. And I think this is still something that needs expressing. Right. And one of the women, this is interesting, Greg, one of the women who, artists who's going to be part of this is named Beth Grossman. And she goes around the country and she has, her thing is the Bill of Rights. And she has these money bags and she does calligraphy on them. And so she'll set up a table somewhere and start doing the calligraphy about, you know, some quality of the Bill of Rights. And then she'll ask people, well, do you know anything about the Bill of Rights? And maybe they'll say one or two things. And so it's sort of an educational thing. It's not like, well, this is right or this is wrong. It's kind of like this interactive and, you know, active Project that she does with these money bags. It's just fascinating, and I really applaud her because because she's really living this project. You know, it's a living educational um, art project. That's kind of you know. Then she can hand out what the Bill of Rights. I don't even know what the Bill of Rights are, so I'm going to learn something too. You know. Right. And plus, we're going to Tennessee, honey. Hmm. And, uh, me and Peter are going to Tennessee. 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 
ten things. <laughs> uh, yeah. Arrested Development, do you remember that? That's the song. I love that song. Yeah. I love that the song. Totally the best. They were great. So, um, part of me is a little like, Tennessee, the South, you know. But there it is, you know. And I have roots there. So, good, you know. Thank Due to battery life of the channel. <laughs> For you, it's a world. not me. It's a beautiful world. It's a beautiful world. It's a beautiful world. It's a beautiful world.